This is episode number 14, part two of Damien Fahey and I Have a Podcast. Yo, what is going on, everybody? I am Vinny Clavestivo, and on our last episode of I Have a Podcast, you heard about Damien Fahey's amazing start. But what happened after that fateful audition? We talk about when life pushes you back, you have got to keep yourself moving forward. We talk about these moments in life when you realize just what it is that you were meant to do, to take inventory, assess your skill set, and focus on finding the who you need to connect you to your goals. And so I remember that day I went to school. It was it was on a school day. I remember this this day when you guys came to the station. And uh, and I in the back of my history class, I sat in the back row and I just remember writing down the intros to uh, and I, I it was a rock. They want a rock VJ. So I'm like, mm-hmm. OK, I'll pretend I'm like really super into rock. And I kind of was. But. <laughs> I was not into POD and I was not into Creed. And those were like the but, two video you wore, intros. You wore layered shirts. So you were kind oh, of yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You, had, like, you had the thermal and the t-shirt on. It's fine. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I wrote the video intros in, in the in in the back uh, of my history class. And then I remember skipping my next class because I, I drove from Northeastern in my little geo prism uh, back to the radio station. And, and I, I I was sitting in the the lobby with the other DJs who were you know auditioning, and I remember one guy came up out of the base. You guys were in the basement, you know, mm-hmm. of the station auditioning people, and I just remember one VJ or DJ coming up out of the basement, and he was like, "Yeah, I think it went really well." Um, and then I uh, uh there, you know, my name got called, and I went down, and as as that moment where I knew I wanted to do radio. The second I, you said action and I started, it felt so good and natural and great. And it just, it it was like another lightning bolt. I was like, I have to do this. I want to do this. And I will say, and this is not me kissing your ass because this is completely 100%, you know, but one of the things that really made me comfortable in that audition and I think really loosened me up to be what you guys wanted was, uh, you, I remember you were very, you were just great with like talking to me, what, you know, like, this is what, so reliable. And then you would, you just like laugh and I crack sound. up. That's and exactly like, how I sound when you talk to me, by the way, <laughs> I don't finish any sentences. I give you so just like all the have, bullet points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just like, you know, get in there just be, we're looking for just basically like, you know, it's in, in, in fun, but like, but like, you know, light and, but just have fun and then we'll roll and then we'll edit. it. And so anyway, and it's rock, right? Go. It's rock. Right. So, uh, so, um, so yeah, so I just, I just felt great. I was like, okay. So I nailed the two video intros I felt. And then you guys threw me the improv you know, thing, which was like, okay, introduce a Shakira video. And then I just remember improvising a Shakira video and then you laughed and like, you know, and, and it was like, I don't, after that, it was just, it was this, it was just this feeling like, you know, when I get things in my head that I really want, I really go for them. And, um, and, 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 and that was just like, I just knew at that moment, that's what I, I wanted to do. And also when I left the radio station, I tell this story all the time on podcasts, uh, but when I left the radio station, you'd have to sort of drive out of the parking lot and there was a stop sign under like this overpass. And there was a car in front of me that said, had a license plate of like 5432 VJ on it. And I was like, 
this is it. That's a That's sign. A sign. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I spent the next like, you know, month kind of just like emailing you guys twice a week, like, Hey, what's going on? Did I get hired yet? What's okay. Can you keep me hey, posted? You be, you know, being cool. polite, being <laughs> yeah. polite and everything, you know, Hey, did you see the new Shakira drop? <laughs> yeah, right. Totally. I'm hearing rumblings of a new LinkedIn, uh, uh, some 41 song. So yeah, right. Um, right. I love that you said that you had a great experience and mm-hmm. you were ner- nervous. I didn't realize you were nervous, obviously going into it. Um, yeah. I didn't realize you either had a bad experience in casting before. Uh, I want to point out my strategy in casting has been two things. One, to have a great time yeah. in casting, like, cause this yeah. is my time also. So like, yeah. I don't care if you're good or bad, let's just have the best time ever and we'll get the best possible version of it and yeah, figure I it think, out. I think you literally said that to me now that you said that, I think you mm-hmm. literally said that to me before my audition and it just like, it just opened things up. Yeah. It's so it's such an important thing for casting directors to hear. And I know it's difficult because they see 800 people in a week. So it's hard to keep like that kind of vibe. But man, that really, really does help. Yeah, but you as a casting director also create the vibe and, are, and yeah. control the vibe. So it's also, yeah. I put the onus on them to um, create an environment that allows you to be able to, to do that. Because um, I can't tell you how many people I've met that I wasn't able to cast who still had one of the best auditions, you know, of their career sure. with me. And I'm like, okay, I, I hear you. I'm going to get you cast on something. I owe right. you now. Cause, right, 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 um, right. But it wasn't easy, by the way. We called you into New York. Um, oh, yeah. You know, there was a there was a callback and an in-studio thing. and There were, there was, were several, yeah. Yeah. It was uh, not like it happened overnight. No, not at all. I mean, it was like about a month had passed since the – maybe a little bit longer since the first audition I've been emailing, you know, you guys about the, about the, the job and everything. And I remember the day that I found out that I had forgotten to register for the next semester of classes at Northeastern because I <laughs> didn't care about school. Um, I, I had to call my parents and tell them, right. That I didn't register for classes. And so that was the same day that I got uh, an email from, from you guys and saying, Hey, we want to fly you to New York, you yeah. know, put you up, audition you, blah, blah, blah. Um, put you up at the Millennium Hotel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right across the street from Hardee's and Times Square. <laughs> Get ready. Uh, so uh, so I just remember, like, it was just, I don't know. I, my life has just been, like, these crazy, crazy, like, just crazy luck. And so that happened on the same day. So I called my parents and I said, I've got good news and bad news. They were, what's the bad news? And I said, I didn't register for classes and school's the most important thing in the world. You got to go to school. You're never going to amount to anything. What's the, what's the good news? Good news is, um, you know, MTV called me back and I'm going to, they're flying me to New York to audition for, you don't need school. Who cares? You got to get on MTV. (laughs) You got to get on spring break. Oh my God. You know, that kind of a thing. I do so, think of your dad. I, I, when I think of my time at MTV, your dad in my office is like a permanent fixture, like <laughs> us at pre-events or going yeah. someplace. Your mom as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they were. They your were, your yeah. dad always wearing like whatever you wore on TRL the day before. He would be. That's right. You know, eyeballing. Oh yeah, he still does that. <laughs> hey, if you have any clothes that you're tired of or don't fit anymore, send them my way. Um, but you know the funny thing is too is I remember getting that call and then my dad's like, "Okay, come home." We'll go shopping. We'll make you look like New York. <laughs> exactly. Which, uh, you know, they're living in Springfield, Massachusetts. That's no exactly. idea. I haven't been to New York in years. Don't know what's going on in New York. So uh, we, of course, <laughs> spent $200 at Structure. 
Yeah, you got. Giant, I think, did you get like a shell necklace or something? I got a shell necklace by the <laughs> register. It was in a big fish bowl. I got a, a like a like a, a a wine a burgundy colored like leather. Um, I would describe it as like a jacket that like a uh, like a Chicago detective would, would wear in the seventies, <laughs> um, and then like this super busy shirt underneath, buttoned down, and uh, in giant square toed black shoes, dress shoes. Um, and Ooh, I was off to, I was off to New York. And so, um, so yeah, so we, I remember my, you know, with my parents, they drove me to New Haven train station. Uh, I was too nervous to eat that morning, but I was super nervous. My mom said, take some vitamins. You'll feel better. I took a bunch of large vitamins that morning, uh, got to the train station, said, I think I'm going to puke. And then went into the train station bathroom and puked in my $200 <laughs> structure outfit came out. I feel, how do you feel? Thumbs up, feel much better. Get on the train, go to, <laughs> go to MTV. And I do remember, you know, such a, uh, one of those moments that's burned into your mind is, is, is emerging, uh, emerging out of the New York subway station in Times Square and being like, oh, holy, it was just sensory overload. It was yeah. like, whoa. And it kind of like shot through me, like the realization of like, oh, this is really happening. And so I got very, very yeah. nervous. And then I remember going to MTV and I remember going up the escalator and you were waiting for me. And uh, you go, um, I go, yeah, I'm all, you know, how are you doing? I'm, all, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous, but I'm going to be good, you know? And, uh, and you're like, well, you're going to be great. You're going to be great. Um, and you look me up and down and you go, first thing, let's get you in some new clothes. A few weeks after I was home uh, from college uh, for the weekend. And I remember getting a call on my big three pound Nokia cell phone uh, from you and you, and now I can tell the story because you know, you're not there anymore, but you yeah. called me and you said, Hey, it's Vinny from MTV. I go, Whoa, Hey, what's going on? I felt good. I was like, Oh, this is good. And uh, he goes, you go, um, I just want to let you know, you're gonna be getting a phone call in 10 minutes. The man's name is Rod Asa. He's the head of talent at MTV and he'll be offering you the job. Holy shit. That was honestly, one of the greatest moments of my wow. life. Me that too. feeling. Mine too. Oh my God. So yeah. And the cool. same man hired me, by the way, as well. Truly talented man who's been the pioneer in this industry and completely yes. carved out. Whole new job for talent, by the way. Yeah. Talent people like me who see talent, talent people like you who are talent on and off camera. Yeah. Completely changed what our capabilities were and yeah. believed in us. The cool yeah. thing. And, and you know, another thing is too, is like, because I'm, I'm 40 now, you know, I was 22 when this was all happening. But with like the perspective of time, you start to realize, you know, how much of your life, you know, is, is was, you know, attributed to working hard and being in the right place at the right time and, and luck and everything. But you also realize that like, so much of it is not you. It's it's the people who who believe in you or who took a chance on you or saw like a shred of of something that allowed them to sort of put their ass on the line, for lack of a better term, and like and 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 and, and believe in you and 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 stick their neck out and say, hey, I think this guy's gonna be. I think this might be the guy. And so and you did that. And so that is uh you know. When I look back and I go, God, what a fucking cool, crazy life I've had so far. I appreciate that. I didn't, um, by the way, I didn't say I think you're the guy. I, I literally said, I know you're the one. I know it. Wow. And and we're going to bring him back. And there could have not been a second callback. And there could have been decisions that were made based on the fact that what they thought they wanted right. was a rock VJ. Because right. ultimately, 
we were looking for someone to help share the course load from Carson stepping off TRL. And if you remember, Nick Cannon was really supposed to take leadership over TRL. And when Nick came in, we, it really wasn't like the vibe we were looking for. And that's how we landed on Wild and Out. And long story short, oh, interesting. You know, TRL really was handed over to you and the gang to Crazy. you know keep running. Um, but they really did have their eyes set on a, a rock VJ. So when when you get mm -hmm. a mandate like that from the network, you have to listen. So like we have to deliver. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. Um, you have to give them what you want, but you also from and, and you know me, but I like sharing. I like sharing this part of how I yeah. work in this podcast. Is like if I'm casting something, man, I'm up to something. I mm -hmm. want someone in my group that I'm going to be very close with working with, who's also probably going to be a reflection of me in the future and fight for my rights mm. as a celebrity to be able to marry who I want to marry, or mm -hmm. to be, even to be able to be out at a, at a place where you work. Like these people that I hire, oh, these, man. you totally. guys are put in positions where, totally. where you can make that change happen. And I remember the first time, you came in, I think that the person who, um, you know, ran your audition did an amazing job at trying to get that rock VJ yeah. out of you. And I remember the wardrobe change and I remember yeah. like the mold we were trying to fit into. Yeah. I also remember in the room in closed doors, when we're reviewing mm -hmm. tape, the comments that are coming up and I'm looking at Caduce and La and Vanessa and Sujin and Susie and everyone who's contributing. And I'm like, I, I really think that were, I didn't get to see, I didn't get to show you the part of Damien that I know is in mm. there. Cause I know I could be creative with that guy. That guy is oh, fun. Man. He, says yes to, he says yes to almost anything I would throw out his way, which doesn't mean he says yes to everybody. It just means he trusts me. So like, yeah. let's go in there. And I literally, I've never done that before. It's not yeah. easy. What you, it's not easy to change as, as you went on to learn on TRL, you don't just change positions and camera and lighting with a crew that no, is it takes like legit, a half hour you know yeah and yeah, by yeah, the way yeah. like liz gately was your direct like the director of ellen <laughs> was the director of your audition tape because i remember going in and L she's liz like patrick yeah yeah yes. liz, uh, liz patrick yeah. is yeah. yeah 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 and she's um well yeah liz patrick was a is a director of, of your audition yeah. tape the same director for ellen and i remember going in and she's like it's going to take like 15 20 minutes to reset this i go that's cool i need a wardrobe change anyway and there i truly go. think that this is what i need to make everyone see what could happen. Someone who was capable of writing his own words, by the way, you, mm. you, the first thing you did when you got to MTV after getting the gig was like, buddy up, but the guys in TRL, the in TRL yeah. and really showed up. And you yeah. now listening to your entire story. That's a big part of how I think when you look at like, what's the, what's my secret sauce and how you show up right. before there's a need, you show up yeah. and you say X, Y, Z. Um, and like, you know, I'm, we'll always be your biggest fan and, um, uh, uh, you do need people on a network level to literally put their career on the line for you. If, if yeah. you're in a position like where I was and, um, and you can, so I, I tripled down on that and made sure oh, that I happened. That. Literally couldn't, yeah. I couldn't have been happier. Um, I don't know how I felt about, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, but I was uh, yeah, yeah. broken. Was it not, yeah. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Right. Yeah. 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 That's okay. Oh, Everyone, yeah. Brian McFadden did a weird show. Everyone does one. It's okay. Everyone does a weird show. Yes. Thanks for listening to I have a podcast. For more information about today's episode, visit us at I have a podcast.com. If you like what you've heard, follow us or subscribe to be notified of our next episode. 
and we appreciate any kind reviews. Of